You all right? Well, I'm, I'm okay. 1995, good year. That's when Heat came out. Okay, and we're recording. So, <laughs> good morning, afternoon, and evening, folks. Welcome to Karate Without Belts. I'm John, joined with Jeremy. Good morning, evening, and good night. So. Good night, indeed. Yeah. Um, how you been, Jeremy? Good? Not, not too bad. Just... Uh, just trying to trying to take care of business at work and and uh, trying to make sure the kiddos you know get get ample time and be able to do things like that that's been my main priority i was uh quite busy last week so a lot of things going on so that's okay that's good yeah i know the feeling um getting a bunch of different stuff done and thankfully we're in the summer vacation time for my work but uh it still doesn't mean things are any less busy. It just means I don't have to teach classes every day, all day. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, training wise, we just got done kind of almost about a half an hour of doing stuff um, over <laughs> over Skype, which is always good. Um, for those of you who probably don't know, me and Jeremy actually um, been doing stuff over. Um, I would say over the internet lessons because that sounds a little old, like an old like an old old man. They did the internet, so they did the lessons over the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean we we've been doing live stream lessons for what six six years, something like that. And um, it's not really a promotion of it, but it's just more no. like we both we both have a basis for martial arts, so it's easy to um work on stuff and just communicate different things through that rather than just go to you know a class because me and me and Jeremy have been at more or less a distance for most of the time we've known each other um same thing with Marty and others folks who've been on here but thankfully with the magic of the internet um we've been able to kind of close that distance um, I remember, what is it, back in 2000, 2012, and you, me, and a buddy of mine, Steve, had just, were like, let's do this. So we, almost for a solid year, were weekly on with you doing lessons and training and stuff like that, which yeah. was pretty watershed moment for us at that time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was... Um... It, it was interesting i mean i'd i'd kind of come up with the idea to do it but nobody to really kind of test it out um it, and it came over over um as i call massive doses of sake and and some somebody said oh you can't do that i'm like i think i can and they're like, i don't think you can and at the time i was an engineer for for a large telecommunications company. I'm like, no, I'm thinking I can do this and I'm going to go home and I'm going to go do it like right now. So, so it, it was just one of those deals. So it was, it was interesting. It, it's, and it's provided, it, it's been good for me to be able to teach that way as well. Cause, um, I, I have to really hone in on my communication skills as opposed to just relying on, Oh, watch this bam no i gotta really communicate it through and so it, it's made me a better instructor doing it that way too so 
Right, and it's more advisable in terms of if you have other people with you rather than it's than one on one. Not saying that one on one can't work, um, but at at some point you got to touch hands with someone. Um, you got to you have someone punch and kick and try to hold you down to the ground. Um, but it, um, but that kind of goes into what we we're kind of talking about as a topic for today, um, mainly. Because I think this is how a lot of people meet. This is how a lot of things have been spread. At least from outside of where they're at. Because if we can take it, take it, roll it back. So how do people initially learn martial arts? Or get introduced to any sort of martial art? Yeah, I mean... It, it, it's either... It's either some seminar they go to, or they watch some some movie, or they they just stop in and into the local dojo and have no clue what's going on. And um, I would say I fall under category number three in that case. That's kind of how I got involved. I I watched a movie and I'm like, man, I'd love to be able to move like that and i think that would be killer and um i went to the first person that was open and it happened to be uh, uh robbie morris and um i started training with him and it it's taken off now i said close to close to 30 years now so I can't believe it's been that long. So there have been several times where I didn't think it was going to last that long. So it's it's pretty interesting. So yeah, I, I've got a similar similar background, I suppose. I think like most most of not all people have that background where it's the place that's close to them, relative proximities and whatnot, that they get involved with whatever going on there. Um, I, what is it? When I was thirteen, a buddy of mine had given me a. It was like, remember, it was like this very weirdly orange print, um, orange paper print, like that old orange construction paper. It was kind of very cheaply printed, but it was like it's like one free month of karate lessons, and so I just went to this place for one free month of karate lessons. just kept on doing it. Friend had quit, kept on doing it. And then I started seeing these things that the school was doing and these things called seminars. Um, I guess that kind of gets into our topic today of you buried the lead a little before me. Um, so, Jeremy, what's a seminar? What's a martial arts seminar? What, what, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> You know, I mean, that's it, it depends. I'm, I'm gonna go back to my default answer. It just depends. Um, it just depends. It just depends. I'm a depends guy. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, well, um, look, you're not that old yet. Not yet. I'm I'm working on it. So, no. Um, I I've seen different seminars ran different ways, and so it. It's 
a lot of it is a hodgepodge of, or I, I think one of the things that I, I like to characterize a seminar as is it's like a buffet. You're, you're going to get a lot of different things. Now, what sticks? What's this? In my experience, most seminars I've been to, you've got... I, 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 I take it more towards a pizza buffet. And not like I don't love pizza buffets. I love pizza buffets. But, you know, if you go to a pizza buffet, the whoever's putting it on, they'll have their standards. They'll have their pepperoni, sausage, their combo, whatever. You know, and then every once in a while, they'll throw out something like, well, let's have a, a pineapple and jalapeno pizza, you know, and maybe that's kind of like a seminar. They'll throw something out that's kind of either special, unique, or something like that. And therefore, then people can actually pick up something that's kind of like, that's pretty doggone cool, you know, or... You know, they're like, well, I really don't like that. And it's fine. They can go back to the pepperoni, you know, the same old routine of whatever they're working on or working working on a little better. So and that, that that's pepperoni. the best way I, I kind of classify a seminar. It's a, it's a pizza buffet. So it's kind of, so. Yeah, I mean, getting into the anatomy of it, it's kind of like, because it's, it, you don't really see it with much else. At least in my life, I haven't really seen it with much else. Um, at least in terms of how it is generally promoted or 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 taken on. So the example being like we're at our respective karate schools, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, if we do tournaments, or if you do a tournament, or you guys do events, it is you know just one more thing that you happen to do. Um, I had gone to a the karate school I started with had not done tournaments, um, or at least had not done tournaments for a long time. So when a seminar kind of came about, it was a big deal because generally it is someone who is not the head teacher or someone from outside the school, sometimes outside the system, um, is coming in to the school for X number of days or X number of you know sessions or whatever and teaching. Right? right. I think that's a fair ca characterization. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say most. Yeah, I've, I've seen a handful that aren't like that, but that's okay. But I mean, it, it's yeah. I mean, so somebody's gonna run it some some way somehow. Um, just depends on on the uh, person or guest of honor and different things like that. I mean, just depends. So. Right, and sometimes you have bigger events where it's like you'll have a tournament mixed with the seminar. Sometimes it'll be a big three-day event somewhere, right? Um, and sometimes you know, people have changed the difference between what a seminar is and what a camp is. Because um, yeah. who doesn't love camp? Except yeah. anybody who's actually ever gone to a real summer camp, I suppose. Um yeah. But what I think is interesting about it is that though I've met a lot, like you and me met at a camp or a seminar, 
Um, a lot of people I've I've met who've been on this podcast have been through camps and seminars and stuff like that. We're not implicitly saying they're necessarily a bad thing or a wrong thing, um, but we just want to kind of point to this thing and kind of look at it and see kind of how it's uh, become an almost integral part of martial arts culture and karate culture, at least for a lot of Americans. And in a lot of ways, it's spread around. Um, I think it's not as heavily promoted in Japan as I've seen it, but they've got plenty there's plenty of seminars in Okinawa. Um, yeah, that happen. So, you know, it, it it's interesting. I one of the things that I've always found kind of interesting is, I think people are are in different stages each time they go to seminars, and I think that's one of the right. things that I've kind of honed in on. Um over the years with different seminars that I've gone to, like, I mean, there are several times like, oh, I've got to get this technique or I got to work with this weapon. I got to do this, you know, and you get into that mode of just almost urgency. Like it's got to happen. Boom. You know, but it's got to happen. Yeah. And it's interesting. I've looked back and, the last handful of seminars I've gone to, well, the the ones I've taught at, one of the things that I really tried to really get into uh, for for me was, okay, how quickly can I learn about this person? Because I'm getting thrown. Uh, on average, what between ten and ten and fourteen people at a seminar to teach, you know, right. and you got you know either you know four, six, ten, ten hour, you know, up to ten hours to try to teach them whatever they want to learn. Well, I started getting into right. what, what what's their blocks mentally? What what are they th- what do they want to get out of it? Why are they here? Why why do you want to train with me? You know, think things like that. And how quickly can I get get into their knowledge base and see where they're at? And so how how can I just personal just personal nature how can i how can i actually get into them and how do i take that outside of the seminar not so much just that but that that's kind of usually my training a lot of times at these seminars especially the ones i'm teaching at so right because we both we both have that experience and i think it i mean because you don't train with those people normally right no. Uh, a lot of the time, if you if you go if you're going somewhere, maybe you'll be going with some people um, you're training with. If you're lucky, you won't have some people coming in to you, so you don't really have to leave somewhere unfamiliar. But uh, generally, you're teaching people who are coming from different places and all kind of coalescing in one place and trying to kind of figure out what's going on uh, with them, because not everyone's got the same knowledge base. So it becomes difficult to teach, you know, it's like having 10 random students coming into a, to your class who you will, you know, won't have regular interaction with. 
um, and making sure they learn something by the end of 10 hours, four hours, two hours, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does go back. You know, I'm, I'm starting to remember the very first seminar I went to. <laughs> oh my, what a learning lesson that was. Um, it was one of Mr. Yada's birthday seminars. Jeez. Oh, what, 28, 29 years ago. I mean, a long time ago. And um, I'll never forget, He, we get up there, and I mean, I'm way in the back. I mean, everybody else is lined up. I mean, I, I, I was almost to the back wall. That's about how far back I was. I mean, I was new. I didn't, I didn't know squat, and that's okay. That's, that's good. And he gets this guy up there and just starts knocking him out by, you know, some of the stuff that he's done. I mean, if I've seen that. And I'll never forget it. Because that was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. I'm like, I've never seen anybody do anything like that. So the next class, I, I did the one of the cardinal sins. And I went up to Robbie and I said, sir, I, I've got a question. He goes, what's that? And I'm like, does that stuff really work? And, and he goes, do you want me to show you? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that works. <laughs> and he goes, okay, <laughs> you sure. And uh, I remember Vicky and Dolores, the other two instructors, and they're like, Jerry, we don't think this is a good idea. I'm like, no, I, I don't think this works. And I should have picked up on it, but I was too stupid back then to pick up on it. Um, yeah, Robbie had this grin, like, from ear to ear, just like, oh, this is, this is, this is like the best day ever. And sure enough, boom, I mean, he nails me, and I mean, I mean, I was out cold. And, you know, ever, ever since then, I've been, been training in it. I mean, that was probably a, a good, you know, a good thing for me in some ways. So it was like I actually saw it. And yeah, this works. So, and that, I mean, that's that speaks to you know the positives of that, and I think that's that's a really good thing. Do you think there was some inner like inner? I don't want to say intercept, but like oh. like you have you had Robbie right, and Robbie yeah. was a student of Mr. Oyata, right? And you were Robbie's student, right? So, do you think there was kind of a, a kind of a weird? You need to come see this guy. He's really good. Go see this guy. Go to the, go to the seminar, because the other side of the seminars is going to see you know coming to the amazing thing, as it were, right. um, pitching an event, which is not a bad thing. Which is you know it, it it's a part of what happens when you have a martial arts school, when you have a martial arts association, when you have stuff like that. Um, you want to get people to go to an event to train with other people and get exposure to other things right. than what you're just showing them. But do, how? What was that kind of feeling when you when you had when you saw? Oh, this is my teacher's teacher, but he's at a distance or. Well, I guess you guys weren't too far away from him at that point. Well, I, well, the first time I saw him, yeah, I, I 
really saw it as yeah he he's over here i i deal with my instructor and that's kind of how it was but i i think the good thing with with robbie was he one of the things he always did is like okay here's a seminar if you want to go to it go to it if you don't don't period in a discussion you know he was never he he never pushed any of that stuff he never, he was never really pushy. Like I, I know other instructors were, but he was not. So, and and that was the same way with Mike Miner when I trained with Mike Miner for a while. Um, he was like, "Yeah, there, you know, this is what's going on. You know, you can go or not go. No big deal. Not a, not a problem." So. So, I, I think, yeah, it depends on the instructor. I think it depends on what the school's really concentrating on. You know, are they concentrating on on seminars? Are they concentrating on, you know, getting better as a group? I mean, what what, what are you doing? Right. Um, and, I mean, that speaks to that. You just said it on the head there because when schools do seminars like that, Right, you you were part of an a style via an association right. to try to you know become better, but also get together with other people, and there was other points to that. Right. Some other schools and other and other places are almost hooked on seminars, right. where they have to go to the next seminar. They must go to the next. They must see the next guy, um, and at the inverse of that is there's people who take that and say, yes, come to our seminar. You will learn so much in 10 to 12 hours um, that you won't be able to contain it. You must come to the next seminar. Um, That somewhat subverts the idea that people who are running the school or training together, if they're actually running a, a I don't want to say legit operation, but um, people always want to try to get more knowledge, but it shows something of a lack of confidence in the knowledge that they have. Because uh, we I, don't I, really have, we don't really have that. We like getting together with people. We like, you know, exchanging. Right. I've seen others who have had that kind of internal crisis of, needing to go to seminars to get more knowledge or needing to go because there's gaps and holes and oh god this guy's got this over here and this guy's got that over there and well i mean that's all great but i mean what what do you i go back to something that i said in one of the previous podcasts what are you doing with that knowledge period i mean if you're going there to just videotape it and you know put that on a shelf hey yeah i've got videotapes of 1800 different techniques or 1800 different katas or whatever right what was the point and it i mean is it going to make yourself or the, the people you train with better or not and that was that was one of the things that we we talked about at um, 
at, at a previous school that there there was some there there was some knowledge as far as certain areas of what we were doing that was a little lacking. It wasn't technique wise, but just it's like why why don't we have some of this knowledge and so we we actually started making a plan like hey this person go look at this this person go look at this this person go look at this come come back we'll have a month to work on it all together and and go from there and that and that's way, great if you have if that's your plan right yeah and i mean i and, and that was i mean i i thought it was very well done and it wasn't wasn't mean it wasn't anything like that it was just so everybody could really choose something that they really wanted to hone in on and that was that was a lot of it like maybe somebody wanted to see something a little bit different with with Bo or or something like that so it was it was it it, it was, I, I think that's a good use of going to seminars and things like that. But the aforementioned, it's, it's not so good. So, or at right. least I and, don't think so. Well, and it, it's not, we're not, again, we're not saying it's, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. we're not saying it's a bad thing. Um, well, I, I I don't think you're maximizing your time at that seminar, and what you could what you could get out of it. That that's that I shouldn't say good or bad. It, it, I don't think that someone's maximizing what they can get out of it. If if all they're doing is video recording everything, I I just don't. Well, and then the other and the other part of that is, um, if you're like seminar chasing, right? Yeah. You're chasing after some. You're chasing after after different techniques and stuff like that. Now we live in an age where you can kind of see things easier. So people have to kind of spice up seminars to make them more appealing. Right. Um, and then they, a lot of times the seminars are just vehicles to sell people on the next seminar or the association or some product uh, or something. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's not entirely the worst thing in the world. No. Um, not entirely. Um, yeah, not, not entirely. You're right. <laughs> I was at a sem- I was at a seminar where they ended the seminar and half an hour early to literally advertise other seminars, and that was I felt a little strange um, because it's ultimately getting away from the point of at least in concept of of those things of a seminar, of a martial arts seminar, getting together and training. Right. Right? Like, that's the core of it. That's right. the core of what, you, what you're there to do. You're not there to do... You're there to make friends, and you can... And that's, they're, they're great events for that. But if the core of the seminar is, all right, get all these people in a room. All right. Sell. Like, yeah. It... it ugh. That's that's the that's the worst of it. Yeah, that's when you know you're in the wrong place. Yeah, I mean that's not much different than some timeshare salesman. You know, it's kind of that that always hits people kind of hard. You know, 
it's like you're left with a bad taste in your mouth a lot of times and yeah that's I, I I try to stay away from stuff like that and go to go to seminars that that I know that are gonna be you know high high quality for me or I, I I'd say you know what I, I'm looking for and what I'm wanting to enhance things on so but and there's nothing wrong with just getting together and training with people right oh yeah. Absolutely. Or getting, or getting to meet people, or, or, or being able to kind of go overcome boundaries by not boundaries, but you know, general limitations of oh, there's other people who do what we do. Um, you and you, you karate too. You karate too. Okay, like that's that's a good thing because that opens people up to the bigger world of people doing martial arts. Um, again, these days, I don't think it's too limiting as it was back in the time that you saw Mr. Oyata's birthday seminar. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's something to, to, to keep in mind when it comes to that stuff. Um, positives I've seen from the, from them have been like lasting friendships. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, lifelong training partners, things like that. Um, absolutely. You know, that, that, that's definitely, definitely a huge benefit from them as well um but yeah it's i think it also gets into what do you want to get out of going to a seminar and i think a lot i mean i've gone to some seminars where it's like i'll just kind of I'll just pick up stuff, and then there are times when, no, I'm going in, and I'm picking up this. Boom. This is what I want to work on. This is what I need to work on. Boom. And I'd, ha I'd have to say, usually whenever that happens, whenever I'm more focused, I tend to get a little bit more out of it. But I've also gone into some of these that are like, do do do, you know, kind of, okay, well, whatever somebody's going to teach me, I'm cool with and I might not have got a lot as far as quantity, but I might have had two or three really huge breakthroughs quality-wise. Right. You know, so it, it just depends. So, and it, and it tends to, it can create tribalism, but it also tends to break up tribalism, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where some you'll get the folk who are like, well, my teacher does it this way. Um, yeah. I mean, which is always fun. Right. Um, but then there's people who will be like, oh, you do it this way? Well, this is how I do it. That's interesting. Oh, wow, that's cool. Um, that's a different way of doing stuff. Um, which yeah. is really important. Well, it, it's important up to a point. And that that brings me back to, I wouldn't say a horror story, but it, it got me into a mode of almost drill instructor like on on one of the people that came to a camp a long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell you how many years ago that was, but the person would not give up 
well, my instructor this, my instructor that, my instructor this, my instructor that. And, right. you, know, he, you know, and he, you know, and I'm responsible for teaching him what I know. And I, I, I got to a point where it was like, if you say it one more time, you need to leave. I'm tired of dealing with this. I can't get through to you. If you want to do it the way your instructor's always done it, go do that. That's fine. No problem. And he continued on, and I was getting ready to release him, and he goes, no, 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 no I, I really want to learn from you. And then I finally told him, then you need to shut up. And shut up and do as I tell you to do. And it's like I have a little bit different knowledge. Not to say what your instructor's doing bad. It wasn't. Just I'm going to give you a little bit of insight that's a little different, and I, I don't know if he really appreciated or not. But I, I tried to give him a different point of view of what he was doing, and he he it it, it was a guy. I'm sorry, but it it. It just really tended to hone down and he just really rooted down into what he, he, it was almost like he wanted to show off what he knew as opposed to learn. Right. And it, I mean, that's the kind of, I don't, don't want to say risk, but the kind of dice you roll when you have a bunch of different people from a different, bunch of different places in one room. Right. right. Um, but it's also, it goes into teachability. You know, right. if you have, if you want to learn, you have to be teachable. You have to. You, when I go to any of these things, I tend to be an idiot. Well, right. whether intentionally or not, I just, I try to try, just try to be like, oh, you're doing that. How are you doing that? I don't know. Like, try to be like, you know, Columbo. Like, right. just, <laughs> just, just, just be like, just be like, what are you doing? How are you doing? Why, how, why are you doing it that? I don't. Okay, all right, I'll do it that way. I'm doing. No, you're doing it wrong. Oh, how am I doing it wrong? You have to do it. Oh, okay. And so then you know, just Columbo your way into whatever they're doing, and then you know, you've kind of figured out the teacher. Yeah, and one of the other things, like if somebody's doing something a little different than what I'm teaching, I'll go in and ask them point blank. What are you thinking about when you're doing this? What what do you what what's in your mind? How how are you thinking through this? And I hate to say this, a lot of Americans really get into like, I'm just doing the movement. I'm just doing the movement. And that's all you're doing. Okay. It is there something else you want? Are are you intentional about what you're thinking about or is it not? So it, it just kind of goes back and forth. And you know, there's always there's always horror stories in, in in seminars along with real good stuff too. So Well, and I mean the I, a lot of good what I think happens is is with more or less the personal interactions. Um and that if just the teaching is more succinct. But then it goes into the question of like some people try to cram 
I remember what is it? There was like a six hour seminar or something and there was, you know, a list of teachers and I was like at the end of it it was like, Who got a chance to really talk? Um so I had to like step out for a minute and I came back and was like, We already changed teachers, I missed that guy's lesson. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Um I mean that brings up brings up another thing. It it kind of kind of a subject on the side but but I'll, I'll I'm going to go off subject and then I'm going to come back around it, it's interesting the other thing I look at seminars as is it's kind of like kind of like my my high school reunions that could be interesting I haven't had as many as you so. huh? well, I haven't had as many well, as you what are you saying? I'm old? No, that's all right. I'm old. I'm getting old, but that's okay. Um, also, I'm, I'm on part of a generation that's like tuned into social media, so mm-hmm. like um, high school reunions are kind of less of like, oh, this is the people I don't have on that. Well, yeah, it, but it, anyway, I I can go so on. You're going through a high school reunion. Yeah, we're going through a high school reunion, and you get into Hey, you go through the talk phase, and then you go through, you know, this phase, and then, and then some people want to, you know, just talk, and that's cool, kind of, you know, kind of talk, share things like that. Other people want to drink or play music or whatever else, and it's like it kind of distracts from, you know, having a reunion and actually getting together, and that's kind of going back to a seminar. You right. kind of have you kind of have those different functions and those different factions in seminars. You got you got people who really want to be there, you know, have the camaraderie and work together to kind of come up with a great solution or you know further whatever they're doing. Or you got people there as like, hey, let's socialize and, and let's really socialize and you know or whatever you know something that'll distract from what you're doing. What inevitably happens on a Saturday night during a camp? Um, well, we 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 won't talk about the goat incident, but anyway, so it's kind of. <laughs> Wait a minute! What goat incident are you referring to? Um, now, I, I some of the best times I remember from some of that stuff was um, just at the, that time at the kind of socializing part you end up inevitably invariably just training anyway like yeah. you're kind of in a kind of a weird like talking through some through technique kind of phase well, um, one of my favorites was um i think you were there it was i have no idea how much was consumed as far as sake whiskey whatever i have no idea but i, I think probably about Three quarters of us were were probably five quarters drunk, but anyway, was, three quarters, uh, five quarters drunk. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um. All I remember was um, Fred. So that's two sevenths. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't One know. eighth. Yes. <laughs> Six ninths. I don't know, but anyway, anyway. How many weapons were on the table? Uh, no. All I remember was Fred. I think it was kind of his last gap, and it was probably about two o'clock, 
in the morning and he's like let's kick everybody out of the dojo who's sleeping and let's let's go have a tweet day seminar right now you know it's like i mean that that was i mean i i really thought he was going to kick all those people <laughs> it was hilarious but uh, anyway. uh, f- friend of ours who he's done a lot of things um not in terms of bad things he's just he's done a lot of martial arts yeah law enforcement what whatever when the guy says we're training the guy says we're training um but nice nice guy um uh, i really uh, like him oh he's yeah he's one of my favorite people to ever talk to i mean just one of the coolest people to ever work with so and straight up the real deal like when it comes to when it comes to at least like he he's got an overall like not just like karate like overall martial arts like background he's like the real deal when it comes to just like he might he might have not gone everywhere all around the world but he definitely like knows how to deal with the situation so there's someone you want to train with yeah i yeah he yeah he was yeah, and I mean, talk about some of the historical knowledge from that guy. He was something else. So I mean, love that guy to death. He's awesome. But yeah, but but, yeah. but like stuff like that is, I think, what people will tend to miss if they don't plug into a martial arts community um, in that way. Because seminars ultimately revolve around a community. Um, I have kind of I know they exist, but I've yet to be I've yet to go to any seminar where it's it's just one guy just happened to be found out the yellow pages and a bunch of people just showed up who didn't know who each other were. Um or at least some people didn't know who some other people were. Um which is something I admittedly kind of miss to a degree of being a part of a kind of community but um seminars i think are that's the best part i think that's the best part of them not so much the training that get to that to a minute but just building that community that kind of group of people who will get be like one eighteenth drunk and then it'll be two o'clock in the morning seminars at eight let's just get training now we're starting our own seminar right now. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, yeah. Two people and a dog. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it was, yeah, I mean, th- those moments are definitely priceless. So it's kind of fun. So. Well, it actually comes to the training bit of seminars. Um, I guess the best, the best, I think a good question would be, what? what's the best timing for whatever you need um and I, that can go into an it depends type of situation but like for example like if we're talking about one day yeah. how long how how long should one day be how much should be accomplished like how much should be taught in one day because you can conceivably say one kata should only take up one day yeah that's that's a good that's a good question and i think i think it really rolls on to whoever's actually teaching right um and should it just be one teacher or should there be several people or 
Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it, it can be anything and everything. I, I go back to some instances where you know, we, we would do one kata for four or five hours. And a lot of it was is to get our mindset right. And sometimes even if you learn something new, yeah, you're learning something new, but are you present enough to really understand it? Right. And and I I think, you know, that's that's a huge conflict within one person. I I I, I can't completely answer that. I can't each person's a little different, but I think that whoever's instructing has to has to have their finger on the pulse of who they're teaching. I mean, do you move forward with something? Do you step back and let them continue to work on the same thing over and 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 over? Until until they're actually submissive to be ready to learn the next thing. I I remember one of the coolest things I ever learned at seminar at a seminar was um, was noon table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, For those not who don't know, know what noon table noon table is, uh, put a sigh on top of a bow. There's yeah. your noon table. Yeah, and I, I I wanted to learn that weapon for over ten years, and I, I was getting to work with. Um, uh, Saken Taylor and I, I thought, wow, this is like it, it was almost like a what was it like a South Park moment or a Beavis and Butthead moment. I have seen the mountain and it is good, you know. I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, it was it was kind of that. But I mean, I was in awe and I look back on that and that first that first seminar that I started working on that. I think I picked up first eight to ten moves and that was it I and guess what after that seminar I worked on those first eight to ten moves for six months until I saw Mr. Taylor again and guess what boom got right back on it here we go boom and it, it started coming a little bit quicker to me but I was present to how the weapon was working how I can make it work and things like that um and so, I, I guess the thing of it is, is what what is your motivation to make whatever work work mm. in in a seminar setting? You know, it, is it? Hey, I'm here! Yeah, I'm just gonna videotape it. And don't get me wrong, videotaping is not a bad thing. But if you're videotaping and not experiencing anything. That's great, but how are you going to reproduce it at all? Right, and then I think that goes into a big part of what you're saying, where it was like you only had the what the first you know ten moves of a kata, yeah. um, but you knew those moves better than maybe somebody who had just gone through the whole kata the whole day. Yeah, and that's I think that's that's important because that's in you. You're not going to lose it. You right. got it. Yeah. 
so I think that's that's also that also speaks to a large volume of you know how can you conduct a seminar well well you got to get everyone on the same page yeah. not every and not and not and get everyone on the floor participating doing the same things now it's i think it we're talking about like a day seminar right get everybody on the floor doing the same thing um we only got a day to do it so get everybody you know don't have time for variation and whatnot they can like at a camp in a camp setting though you've got maybe a little more time to breathe but at the same time you can you can approach it with more of a model of you've you're taking these three days to be somewhere. Potentially, you've spent the money, you're taking the time off. You got a babysitter for the you know the kids. The dog is tied up to a tree for three days. Hopefully, then not gonna die. Um, whatever, right? Yeah. Don't tie your dogs up outside. That's that's cruel. Kennel them or find a baby or find a dog setter. Um, disclaimer, but maybe you can just tr- treat those three days like three very intense days because we've seen it where it's just been kind of a dawdling session mm-hmm. yes. where what's going on? I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. So having it, having like three days of intent, like intensely learning something and having it well planned out in advance, um, Along with rolling with the punches. Well, I th- I think I think you can have it well planned out, but I think also you, I think a really good seminar also allows a little bit of free time in in between some of these things, in between like sessions and things like that. Right. So I I think those are the best seminars because if if you're going back to back to back to back you know, from one to another to another to another, by the time you're done, you're mush. Your brain's mush. Your body's mush. You're not going to be able to remember half of it. And I hate to say it, you almost wasted your money. Possibly. Even, n- not quite, but you might have picked up something, but it, it's not going to be as impactful as if you go to, go to a session. And I'm seeing different seminars where you've got you know, 20, 30 people there teaching, uh, there's no way you're going to pick up 20 or 30 people's expertise. So you're going to have to pick and choose. And I think, I think some of these have to have time afterwards to really digest, really work with people who you're working with in that session to really kind of, Hey, you know, bounce ideas off or really, you know, really try to dig in to understand it. I mean, and ask you, questions. Yeah. I mean, you can write it down, you can do whatever else, but if you don't experience it, you're not, it's, it's a loss, or at least, at least in my experience, that's what I've seen, not, not just from me, but from people that I, I've taught and things like that. Well, and then, you know, it goes into the, are we just presenting the master type seminar or are we trying to get in people, get people in here to, you know, really teach us something because you have those kind of different type of seminars, right? If you're, if you're like, and then there's people who are trying to do like the showboat seminars. 
mm-hmm. and to you know people listening you know if you're 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 looking for someone to train with i think it kind of doesn't really matter what they're necessarily trying to teach but as long as you can actually learn from them and well what and get out of there what you're trying to get out of there um get out of get more i don't want to say it that way but get out of the seminar the goal that you have in mind if the goal that you have in mind is just socializing like you're saying yeah that's fine but if you're really trying to if you came there to learn something and all they're doing is saying buy our dvds um yeah that's another that's a that's another thing entirely yeah that's a whole separate subject but that's okay it's all good but yeah it it, it depends on what you're really trying to get out of it. And, and I think, I think people need to, I think the best way to go about it, I think people need to target what they're going to try and get out of it. And then maybe have kind of a side thing like, you know, maybe I'll try to get this or maybe I'll try to get that or, you know, or, or try to work in a connection with somebody over on the East coast or this or over wherever. So, I I, th- I think I think to have a focus in on what you're trying to get, and then also have kind of a side focus of not so formal, you know, not so formal, but just try to look at something else, or at least be open to something else. I think that usually works pretty well. Right, and there's also like short term and long term, right? right? So you have like the short term goal of like I want to learn X, and then long term of let's make connections with X with Y, Y, Z and Z. Right. Um, And, and then you've got, and then some of the other ones that I've seen are like, whenever you get into a seminar and, you know, going back to the pizza buffet mm -hmm. analogy, you, you go and just take everything and you don't really taste anything. And I think, no. I, I think some, I think I, I've, I've seen people come to seminars like, well, I'm going to go work this, 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 and this. And there is no way you're going to learn that, you know, six or seven different things in one weekend. There's just no way. I mean, I mean, I've, I've never seen anybody be able to do it, but. Not well. Not well, no. Well, and, and there needs to be some sort of long goal in what, in what you have in mind, right. right? Can you can you can you just be consistent with what you got, or are you gonna just pick up that one thing and then let it go after two months? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so I'm I would always want to encourage people. You know, if you go to a seminar, you go out to, to train, cross train, you go out to try to you know figure out something new to do um you know hone into hone into what you what you feel is right and and but make a decent plan and try to be an open teachable person don't worry about what other people have taught you and just just go there and kind of be the you know blank slate be columbo yeah exactly there you go with some focus with some focus right um stop making mention to your wife go home (laughs) see her um Enough of that pop culture reference. Um, yeah. Anything else we got left to, t- to say about this topic? 
I think this I think this is pretty good. Um Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we covered, you know, as a participant and, and also as as an instructor in SMR, it's yeah. you know, you got two different hats you're wearing, so yeah, and well, as an organizer, which I think we neither of us have really ever had a strong hand in, but yeah. we've had strong grumbles about in some cases. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. No, and that's all good. That's all good. Well, I'm putting on the hat of an event organizer as a thankless job because yeah. no one's ever happy. No, you're right. You're right. Not on that. So. And so, I mean, to those who are organizing events, do your best. We're not, we don't hate you if something goes wrong. No. Um, Except if you slighted us in the past, then be prepared because we will come when you least expect it. <laughs> no, no, we're not. No, we're not. Um, thank God we can edit that, this, this out, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Cool. So what are you up to for the rest of the, for this coming week? Um, I'm going back and working on Sci some more. Um, probably going through, um, probably going to go through Nunchaku because I was thinking about it the other day and it's like, no, I'm starting to forget certain things about that. I need to go back through, at least go back through it. But I, That was I your first weapon, right? Yes, actually it was. Um. But yeah, I'm starting to forget certain things that that I was taught with it, and I'm like, I need to, I need to spend a little bit of time on that and go back and uh, stuff I really don't want to forget. So, so that's that's what I'm up to in next week or so. Right on. I'm be working on that stuff we worked on earlier, and um, just doing more running. So yeah. I'm. T- prepping up for there's a half marathon in February and there's a full marathon in March that sounds like it's far away but especially when you're when you're trying to prepare for that stuff it's not yeah you need you need what a good good six nine months usually typically yeah and um at some point I want to I want to put out something about running and martial arts and how how Back in those two things, kind of how martial arts needs to have that physical physical aspect, and it's it's a very it's a good thing to kind of go outside and do just running or swimming or biking or dare I say, profane these words, do yoga. Um, oh yeah, speaking of swimming, yeah, my kids have challenged me tomorrow to to race and it's swimming at the local pool. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, man. Do you understand how sore you guys are going to beat me? But that's okay. That's okay. Good for them. So, well, at least they'll feel good about that, right? Well, so. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let them win, but they're probably. <laughs> gonna win, so. Well, that'll that'll work then. Any well, closing words? Uh, just good night and have a great tomorrow. Yeah, and get, remember, everybody, keep training. <laughs>